Welcome, one and all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another version of version episode of uh, Wealth, Wine, and Wisdom. Uh, coming to you mano y mano tonight, and it's going to be a shorter uh, session tonight. But what I'd love for all of you to do is give us a big shout out as you come online. I can see a couple of you coming in there. Let us know that you're here, and uh, let us know that uh, where you're coming in from. Uh, what I'm going to do, we're going to change this up a little bit uh, tonight, and it's, as I said, it's going to be a far briefer version uh, that we'll chat about tonight, and uh, I'll introduce you to a couple of things that's happening around uh, around everything Jason Witten. I know it says J- Jason Witten down here. I am in his portal at the moment, but it is just me for this evening. So as you come on board, please drop a note in the chat so that uh, I can see all of you there. And, uh, and make sure that you give us a shout out as to where you're coming in from. And uh, what I'd love to do is also just set this up for tonight because tomorrow, or sorry, next week we can go through a big Q&A. Uh, we've got some very, very cool guests coming on, as I said, in, uh, in, uh, in the next few, uh, I just realized I've launched with the wrong title. So it's been Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, but apparently it says pay yourself first. Uh, but we've got uh, we've got a whole lot of great special guests that'll be coming on in regards to supply chain logistics. Uh, we've got uh, obviously our more in depth tax planning and uh, and budget review that's going to be coming. But uh, please let us have a look uh, at your questions as we go through this. So whack it into the chat box. Let us know that you're there. I haven't seen anything come in as yet. So please give us a shout out so that I know you guys are all there and you guys can hear us loud and clear. Uh, as I said, uh, we are currently coming to you uh, from Jason's login, but uh, not mine. So, Aaron, thank you so much. I now know that I'm not talking to myself. Appreciate you. So, uh, now that we know that we're chatting with everybody, coming to you uh, live from down in Melbourne, as you can see, uh, we're in a lockdown uh, down here. There's been a number of corona cases. For those of you around Australia who mightn't have been listening to the news, and uh, quite often Jason and I tell you to listen to the right news, so uh, it may not have been listening, but, yes, down in Melbourne we are in lockdown, a snap seven-day lockdown. Hey, Catherine, uh, good to see you on the call. Ben, awesome to see you, mate. I uh, hope you're all doing incredibly well. So, yes, we're in lockdown. We're used to it now, but uh, it means that we do have our wine for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. So for those of you who are dialing in for the first time, Andy Fenton, uh, a background in corporate banking, investment banking, uh, advisory services for small to medium business owners for the last 20-odd years or so. I don't feel that old. And Jason Witten, who is uh, away at the moment. For those of you who uh, who know Jason, I'll let you know where he is at the moment. But Jason is in. That isn't him, but we'll say that it's a picture of him. He's on an adventure trip rock climbing in one of the best rock climbing spots in Australia today. G'day, Chris, Naomi. Good to see you both. Uh so he is actually out at a secret spot that he might tell you about next week and hopefully we'll see some pictures. As I said, this isn't Jason, but J- Jason usually with us. He is uh, one of the key members. He is uh, one of the founding members of Wealth, Wine and Wisdom along with myself and Jason, 20 years prop- in property, residential Australia, New Zealand. If there's something that uh, is to be known about property, it is in his brain and we spend time pulling it out. So 
Uh, as I said, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom is all about giving you information that you need. And rather than just not coming to you live, what I wanted to do was spend this session with you, just a brief session, to gain all of your thoughts uh, and to get your questions out. Because we often go to question time, but I'm not sure that we give you enough time to get all the questions out. So what I'd love for you guys to do here uh, live tonight is start to pepper us with all of the questions that you guys have, whether it is personal planning for tax, whether it is things around the budget, whether it is general questions in and around property, finance, business, cash flow management, structuring, uh, whether it's uh, business questions that relate to you know financial services in some way, shape or form, how do you manage that? We could even be planning within the business, you know, managing your scorecards, things of that nature. We would love to hear what questions you want answered. What are the things that have been on the tip of your tongue but you haven't asked before? Or what are the things that you were thinking about during the middle of the week? And you go, oh, damn, I wish I had the answer for that, but then forgot to ask it. This is your opportunity. We would love to see them coming through thick and thick and fast. So start typing that away if you're, uh, if you're online with us tonight. Um, look, the, the, some of the headlines for tonight or some of the headlines that are that are happening in and around the world uh, of investments uh, on my side of the equation while we're waiting for these uh, these to come through is uh, we, we've seen more of that kind of shift out of the, the growth stocks uh, in Wall Street. We've, we've actually seen the beginning or probably midway through that that secular move from growth stocks into value stocks and uh, and we talked about that last week and we talked about how uh, that's providing greater levels of turbulence but we also spoke about the old crypto race and how every time Elon Musk has a little bit of a tweet uh, the Bitcoin market goes absolutely berserk and if you're looking at that market and I know that Jeremy and a number of the viewers are looking at it uh, and are investing in it uh, Guys, it is going absolutely berserk at the moment. Massive amounts of volatility. It's got nothing to do with this lockdown. Uh, and I am quite literally buffering time for you guys to start to whack in all of the questions that you have. Uh, so I can see Facebook user must be coming in uh, from uh, from one of our channels, but I can't see the name, unfortunately. But I uh, would love to know all things structuring. Uh, we'd love to know, if is there anything in particular that you'd like to know about structuring? Um, is it... A, specific issue that you're having at the moment is it something uh and i'll just bring the question up so everyone can see it uh is it is it a challenge that you're having within your structures at the moment is it an investment structure is it a business structure uh what are the things that you're trying to achieve the more detail you can give us the more we'll be able to deep dive into it so please keep these coming in because i'm going to record them and screenshot them and make sure that uh we cover these off next week when jason's back from his uh, his big boulder dash in a secret location somewhere in Australia. Evening, Harry, mates. Good to see you on board tonight. Uh, hopefully, you are well and safely locked up with the family. Uh, Alison, is that Alison? Amy, I beg your pardon. Will the banks uh, increase their lending? I is is it uh, purely based on how much money? you make earn per year or are there other factors? It's a really, really good question. Um, so specifically, and it would be great to understand in what way you're looking at utilising that and where, what way that potentially might impact you. And if you can send that through, I promise you we'll use these as hot tips and topics to run through. Uh, I'll just see whether there's something I can shed some light on that as we're waiting for other questions to come through. And I'll just pop up another question that's come through here in the meantime. 
So, and just in regards to your question, it would be good to understand if you're talking about the banks uh, on a personal basis, will they increase their lending to other people in the market or will they increase their book of lending in general? Uh, just wondering whether that's a large macro question or a specific one that relates to you. Uh, another Facebook user, um, Karen from the Central Coast, New South Wales, a lot warmer than what we have down here. Uh, what's your take on the current crypto market at the moment? I'll actually chat to that for a little bit because it's it's really quite interesting what's going on. And as I said, I'm not an expert. I do a lot of research in this area, but uh, I rely on my data from people who are far more invested, quite literally, and far more knowledgeable in the area. But if you're just joining in, please, what are the questions that have been on the tip of your tongue that you haven't asked in maybe any of the wine and wisdoms that uh, that we've been on? What uh, might be impacting you right now? Do you want to know something about the future? Do you want us to, you know, uh, crystal ball gaze on a specific area, whether it be property, investment, crypto, whatever the case may be? Uh, so please whack those questions in so we can start to document them and we'll come back to you next week. Uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, if you've just joined in, very, very different wine and wisdom. Jason is away on a rock climbing trip and uh, and enjoying himself and we're just spending a little bit of time to gather all of the questions that you guys want answered so that we can come back and do a massive Q&A with all of you next week and uh, and serve you because that's ultimately the reason that we're here. We're here to serve you and make sure that uh, we can bring you as much value as you, as we can. Uh, so, Karen, uh, and I'll look, I'll just get rid of Jason out in the background there. Uh, it's 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 really interesting. We called it uh, pretty much ever since we started talking about currency. We called it a very uh, a market that is heavily influenced by a minority of of billionaires, and that's effectively what we have seen. We've and you've heard me talk about it previously, and and that my narrow view of it, without a lot of experience in it, is that at the moment. The crypto market tends to react very with a high degree of correlation based on media from some of the the billionaires that are heavily invested in it. Uh, you know, Elon Musk, probably the most prolific, uh, and in this case, most notorious. And you know, he came he came out all for Bitcoin. Bitcoin rallied substantially. Made some comments in and around environmental sustainability, which is really interesting. So. Uh, this isn't the case. This is just a view that I'm starting to look at with a degree of interest to see whether it actually lines up. But uh, so the Bitcoin market, you know, dropped in value significantly uh, over the the last few weeks, and it was on the back of a Saturday Night Live appearance where Elon Musk kind of took the piss a little bit out of Dogecoin, and um, and that we saw a big correction in the whether it's a correction, whether it's just a loss. Uh, whether it's just large amounts of volatility, hard to say. But uh, Dogecoin took a big hit on the back of that satire kind of uh, uh, positioning from Elon Musk. He then came out not too uh, not too long after with a a question in and around uh, the the mining of the stock and saying that this is not environmentally friendly because of the amount of power that it actually takes. And he then is urging the the Bitcoin miners to come on to almost like a panel discussion. To talk about uh, how to uh, environmentally friendly regulate the mining of Bitcoin. 
Now, there's been a lot of speculation. Is this just a, a play to try and control the market of, of Bitcoin? Is, is this which is against the kind of whole idea of cryptocurrencies when you think about it. It's meant to be deregulated. It's not meant to have a central point of control. It's not meant to be easily influenced by, you know, billionaires or governments or anything to that effect. So the, the part that I'm quite interested in with uh, with the Bitcoin side of the equation and more specifically Musk side is that um, it's amazing to me if it's an energy thing and they're looking about sustainability of the practice, uh, immediately I'm going to go back to well, what's the solution to this? And I think it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. Uh, it's uh, environmentally sustainable energy, renewable energy resources in order to be able to mine uh, coins and, and manage that energy use. Uh, and So probably taking one step backwards, Musk was basically saying that in order to mine uh, your cryptocurrencies uh, and specifically relating to Bitcoin, it takes a huge amount of energy. Right, and that energy is not environmentally friendly. So, if that were to be the case, and it does take a huge amount of energy to mine these stocks, then one would go, "Well, doesn't it make sense that uh, that fits into a renewable uh, energy play of which Musk is well and truly at the forefront of, with his Tesla batteries and Tesla panels from solar?" Just a little bit of a conspiracy theory for me, but I think it's a great question, Karen. I'm not actually sure whether anybody will understand the full answer to that at this stage, but uh, but a super, super question. I'm cool to pontificate about it and, and look at it because it's a really interesting area. Having uh, just on the back of that, though, really interesting that uh, trading stock uh, Coinbase actually continues to, to, uh, to fail and fall ever since. So it's a coin stock, uh, a coin spot, coin stock, Gosh, uh, CoinSpot, I think it is, it was a listed company at IPO, listed on uh, on the American market a month or so ago. We've talked about it a little bit in Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, and it's, uh, and it's, it's just been on a downward trend. Uh, it hasn't actually kicked. It's continuing to drop in value. But if you, and you can Google this, uh, but if you look at uh, blockchain-based uh, companies that are listed, they're actually going the opposite direction. The blockchain-based companies are actually going extraordinarily well, uh, especially in the US market. So one to look out for. Jason and I have always said that the currency, as far as uh, Bitcoin is concerned, highly speculative market uh, at the moment, You know, largely gambling for us at our level of understanding. Um, uh, and w- But we're not, we're not saying that we're experts at any stretch of the imagination, but t- when it comes to the uh, the actual underlying technology, we believe that's going to change the world. So thank you, Karen. Awesome question. Let me have a look through some of these. These are some good questions, guys, so please keep them coming. I'm literally taking a screenshot as we speak so that we can come back and, um, and answer them in detail next week. Yes, definitely keen. How do we start investing in crypto? Uh, actually, you know what? That's 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 a great question. It's not one that I want to really show people uh, that the, the way to start jumping in with heavy sets of money. Because uh, as I said, we we don't consider ourselves to be experts in there, but we are getting a cryptocurrency guru, I guess we'll call them, uh, in to to chat about the technology itself uh, and the platforms that you can use to to invest in them. But uh, to your uh, point. Uh, Naomi, we've got, as I said, there's a um, there's a company, uh, CoinSpot, that actually listed over in the US. So there's a lot of data about this company and about the positives and negatives. 
there's also a massive underground when it when it comes to to trading crypto. It is becoming more mainstream, and CoinSpot may be a place that you can go to get a lot of data out of it. Have a look at it, you know, if it's something that you want to toy around with. Uh, but again, uh, proceed with caution because uh, super super highly volatile. But uh, you know what uh, what goes down may come up with a with a significant velocity. And I must admit, I haven't seen the market uh, in the last twelve hours. Great question, I, and we'll bring some of those resources to you. Uh, and for an investment property, that's awesome. This is uh, this is an extraordinary question uh, because we see so much confusion about it. Um, if you guys want, actually, uh, and and Catherine, reach back out. We've got some uh, maybe pr- uh, private message us, uh, and we'll shoot you through. Uh, the business structure guide, which is a, a guide that we produced in order to make trusts, companies, all of these structures as simple as we possibly can so that people can understand it better. Uh, ultimately, you know, your accountant should understand it. Your advisor should understand how these vehicles work. But ultimately, the best way to understand structures, in my view, is uh, to get something like the business structure guide, which I'm more than happy to send out to you and anybody who's listening. Um, and and then map out the actual structure. So who are all the different people who are uh, a part of the structure? So if it's a discretionary trust with a proprietary limited company, as an example, you want to know who are the directors of the proprietary limited company? Who are the shareholders of the proprietary limited company that acts as trustee? Who is the appointor of the discretionary trust? Or it might be uh, the principal, uh, depending on the trustee. And you will find this information in the trustee. Uh, or in the constitution of the the company, who is the appointor? Who the set law is less relevant. The set law exists mostly, sort of based on the 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 foundation of um, uh, of trust law, which is many many years ago. But if you understand who's the trustee, which is likely going to be a company, uh, who the appointor is, they're the key roles you need to understand. So for each of your structures, you at least need to know who the relevant roles are. And then you can start to understand uh, how they work and uh, and happy to go a deep dive into some of that stuff, uh, depending on whether you're in, if you're in the, the positive real estate community or whether you're in uh, in the, uh, the personal finance community of ours, uh, we can go into a bit more detail there, but uh, happy to send you out the business structure guide. But ultimately, the accountant should be able to ex- explain this to you and solicitors who have a more uh, financial interest will, will should be very, very strong in it. Uh, just find the people who can talk to you and make things reasonably simple uh, is my guide uh, when it comes to trusts and things like that. And we might even do a bit of a session on them as to how to better use them. Um, so that's an awesome question and appreciate these coming through. Will the banks loosen lending criteria? Uh, it's interesting because the the government was actually trying to repeal uh, the uh, the the responsible lending legislation that came in off the back of uh, the Royal Banking Inquiry. It looks like they haven't succeeded in doing that. It's a good step in the deregulation of the overregulation that we've seen. But at the moment, uh, we haven't seen the major moves that we were expecting to come into play in March this year. Uh, so we haven't seen that, but we're certainly not seeing the same degree of stringent requirements we're seeing the the banks kind of loosen up a little bit and this isn't just the banking level this was actually at at an APRA level that was enforced upon the banks 
Uh, so this is a great one. Jason and I will go into more detail in that next week with you. And like so this this is to my example, right? So uh, when China said they wouldn't allow the use of Bitcoin 24 hours later, it crashed even further. So this this is the challenge with these currencies is they're they're so hyper sensitive to to information that's coming out. Uh, and there, I would venture to say that there are a lot of speculators in the market more so than people who actually know what's going on. And that's what creates large amounts of volatility. And whoever said that in the, I 100% agree, uh, don't invest in crypto, the golden, oh, sorry, invest in crypto if you want. The golden rule is invest what you, uh, invest what you can and be be okay if you're actually going to lose that in a big way. If you want to get in there and have a bit of a dabble, I think that um, it's a very interesting market. But as I said, we don't have the expertise to actually guide you in that, but certainly uh, taking the world by storm. Thank you guys for participating so much in this. This is uh, just a, a, an initiative that we thought about while Jason was away rather than going through the original format that we we do every week. We thought we'd get the questions out and that we can now start to target some of our content for you guys more specifically to your questions. So the more questions that keep coming through, uh, the better. And my promise to you is that we will answer each and every single one of them. If not tonight, uh, maybe we'll paraphrase them tonight, but we'll go into detail over the coming weeks. Uh, let's just have a look here. David, good to see you. What happens? All right. So your thoughts on the predicted US inflation in 10... This is... David, this is a really... Um, this is a really topical conversation. Uh, and guys, keep writing more questions down. Uh, these are... This is actually gold uh, and it's super cool and I'm super pr appreciative of you uh, participating. This is... Um, so qu David's question really here is, is sitting behind uh, the more... Not just the US, but the global thoughts of inflation. And so inflation... For, for those of you just to simplify it, is the average cost of goods going up in, in value, right? So milk used to be, you know, 25 cents. It's now $5 or whatever the case may be. It's been a while since I bought a thing of milk. I don't drink it. Uh, so one would think that I would have used a different example. And if you think that, well, you're probably right. It would have made more sense. But uh, so the, the average cost of things going up, whether it be lending, whether it be petrol, whether it be electricity, uh, these things, as they become more expensive, they tend to hurt uh, standard investment markets. So the questions that a lot of investors are now asking themselves and are asking of their advisors and the questions that advisors are asking of the fund managers and of themselves for their clients is, well, what protects us against the potential of inflation rising? So in standard type of Keynesian economics, if inflation uh, starts to rise, then all other things being equal, we could end up with rocky markets um, as far as equities and things like that go. Equities being shares, shares being equities, they're the same thing. So um, stock market type material, probably what a lot of your super is invested in. So if we're going to see inflation spark, and inflation will kick at some point in time, it's just the degree of how much it kicks. Uh, and when that does, you know, uh, we will see potentially interest rates rising and then we will see you know, either before or after, we'll see effects on the stock market positive in some stocks, negatives for other others. And so what we need to start to look at is what kind of investments actually benefit. Uh, and there are four seasons, just like there are in the weather. There's a summer, winter, autumn, and spring. And you've just got to understand that as we enter, you know, the inflationary 
side of the cycle when it when that starts to come what sort of assets do we start to invest in in order to protect ourselves against inflation and a lot of the time people are looking at real assets uh, real assets quite often being property sometimes gold and these these types of things so uh, the, I think the key part to your question David is is hype and so you know, if you if you listen and make decisions on hype, uh, then you're a trader, uh, or you're sort of a day trader and things of that nature, and people can make money for a period of time out of that. But long term, we find that uh, that there's very very few people who can do this sustainably. But if you're trading on hype and you're worried about the hype information, then the, the chances are that you it's very slim odds that you're actually going to hit the right side of it. I think. If you're looking at what a sustainable long-term trend might look like, and eventually we will get into that inflationary cycle, so it is wise to start to look at portfolios and go, if and when inflation starts to 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 peak into the future or starts to to run a little bit more into the future, of which it will at some point, uh, how would I best position my portfolio when we start to get confirmation that this is coming into the market? Now, markets will react super, super quickly ahead of the time because markets are always trying to see over the horizon, right? And so the faster that a market can be traded, the, the greater the level of volatility to hype news and things that will potentially harm it, right? Because you can transact on that very quickly, whereas a property market, the, the ability to, to transact is a lot slower. So if we do see uh, or, or when we do see the inflation start to or get confirmation that inflation is is rising and is a steady rise, then yeah, the question is, what would we do in regards to our portfolio to start to protect that? Which are the assets within our portfolio that are going to get hurt by inflation rising and the costs of goods rising for companies and uh, on the stock market, so on and so forth? And what's actually going to benefit? Where are people going to fly to in order pr- to protect themselves against that? Um, because, of course, in rising interest rate environments as well, uh, if you hold longer-term bonds, then as interest rates rise, the value of those bonds actually decrease. So you have a capital loss situation as interest rates rise. And we've done a, a big session on this previously, the relationship with bonds uh, as far as capital is concerned because a lot of people go, well, put your money into bonds or fixed interest, you you won't lose any money. Well, that's true if you hold it to its duration, which means if you've got a 10-year bond and you hold it every year out to 10 years, um, then you will get your money back plus the interest that's been paid on that. But if you need to sell that bond over the, next, say, a five-year mark and interest rates have risen significantly, then you'll actually be in a capital loss situation. So, David, great question. I think that uh, we might bring some of the economists on board and give them a good run for their money because uh, you know that Jason and I always talk about the economists being the one job where you can be wrong 80% of the time and uh, and still collect your paycheck and be thanks for the, the information that you've been given. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, trying to bring down the iron ore prices. Uh, we have collected a whole lot of your questions. Please, throughout the rest of the week, keep them coming through. I know it's been a different format, a different in- initiative, but uh, as I said, Jason is away at the moment rock climbing uh, and taking the weekend off. So we thought we'd take this opportunity to get all of the questions that you have. So if you're watching this afterwards, please whack it in the thread. We will have our team come through and get all of the information 
get all the questions, and then we'll start to pepper that in next week when we catch up with Jason uh, for another proper normal episode of Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. I just didn't want to leave you all uh, before saying hello and a big shout out to all of us in Victoria, uh, including myself, uh, who are in lockdown uh, again. Uh, Look, please make sure that you take care of yourself. Check in with others that you know. Uh, These can be extraordinarily tough times and, uh, and, and sometimes our brains go to triggering the times of when we were in lockdown for sort of several months. But uh, if you're out and around Australia, please ring and hug a Victorian uh, and make sure that they're doing okay. And uh, and for those of you who are homeschooling over the next week, good luck uh, and reach out for support because uh, we, we all need it in these times and take a deep breath. We've made it through many before and let's hope that it's a reasonably short one, maybe even er- ending earlier than it uh, that it's prescribed for. We'll keep our fingers crossed. But uh, please treat each other well and make sure if you're not in Victoria, ring up and hug a Victorian that you know and, uh, and well, obviously not literally because that would, you know, that would kind of defeat the whole quarantine. And, and that, but you guys know what I mean. Ring them up, give them a verbal hug. Uh, and for those of you in Victoria, just look after each other. Uh, and make sure that uh, that you make good of the time that you do have in lockdown because remember, with all of the negative things, there are some positives that come out of it. So let's try and look to the positive side. So uh, that's thank you guys for, for all of the feedback there. There's a number of comments coming through saying good luck, guys, in Melbourne. So my heart goes out to everybody in Melbourne in lockdown. Uh, look forward to seeing all of you back on the streets behind me uh, as soon as humanly possible. But for now, that's uh, the end of this Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. And we'll look forward to seeing all of you in a more interactive session. Thanks to all the wonderful questions uh, that you're posting through. Please keep them coming during the week. If you're just tuning in, keep those questions coming into us so that we can answer them for you. Our purpose is to serve you as best as we possibly can. And the more questions we know are on the tip of your tongue, the better we'll be able to serve you. So with that, uh, we will look to sign off from this week's Wealth, Wine and Wisdom and please take care out there, uh, enjoy it and uh, ring up and hug a, hug a Victorian. We'll see you next week. 